energy in the the arena tonight was unbelievable. It was crazy, um, and it's, it feels good. Uh, you know, we're happy that we're able to clean here in Milwaukee. We're happy that we are going to the third round, and uh, we're happy that you know the people are into it. Um, I don't think I've ever seen um, people in Milwaukee be so excited about basketball. That's it. It's official. The Milwaukee Bucks have been eliminated. Welcome back to the Ike Bucks podcast. This is devastating. The Boston Celtics have just wiped out the Bucks 4-3 in the seven-game series. But the thing that even makes it hurt more is that they did it by 28 points. This really wasn't a close one. The Milwaukee Bucks could not manage to score more than 81 points. There's so much to say. The season ended prematurely. There are question marks all over the place and we just want to come on here to give you guys and girls an immediate reaction pod i'm joined today by my co-host alex alex initial thoughts on the bucks being eliminated i'm extremely disappointed this team was poised to go back to back and the fact that they aren't that they are out because you know the boston celtics the team you don't want to see advance and beat you it's just devastating you feel like you were you know you got your heart ripped out of you, and Bucks fans, we're right there with you. They want to thank you for tuning in. We are giving away a Giannis jersey, so make sure you enter that. Get some, you know, solace in this loss. But it hurts, Cage, and you know I can't wait to, you know, dive into it because there's a lot to break down, and you know we have to hold people accountable. Bucks fans, I just can't believe it. You know, it's like Alex said, the Bucks were poised to repeat this year. Everything was going their way. I mean, immediately, the question that, that I look back at, to is like the Bucks deferring home court advantage. You know, they may have won the championship in, in 2021 as a three seed, but it's like they almost acted like seeding didn't matter. And in this final game in which they were just trounced by Boston, you know, seeding did matter. You know, how would things have been different if game seven was at your home court? You know, the Bucks they had this series in their grasp. They had the series in their grasp. They were, they were up 3-2 going back to the Pfizer farm. They couldn't get it done. You know, they let the Boston Celtics come out super hot. Uh, you know, they, they ended up letting the Boston Celtics come out hot again this evening. It, it's just so disappointed, you know, yeah, man, I mean, like, Giannis had 25. He he couldn't do it all. He had 25, 20 rebounds, 9 assists. You know, Drew Holiday, he put up 21 points. He did not play well. He was 0 for 6 and 3. He had 8 assists, 5 rebounds. Okay, maybe he could have played well. He could have played much worse as well. Brooke Lopez is the only other role player to really show anything. 15 points, 10 rebounds. Bobby Portis had 10 off the bench. But, it, but then you look at the absolute horror that is Pat Connington. Uh, putting up two points in 32 minutes, 0 for 5 from 3. He was a consistent player the whole series. For him to no-show in the final game was not good. George Hill has just been the disappointing player. You know, disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. Zero points again, zero assists again. It's unfathomable why, why he keeps playing over Javon Carter. It's like, what did Javon Carter do behind the scenes to deserve this? Uh, and then you look at Grayson and Allen and Wes Matthews, a combined 44 minutes, a combined four points. I mean, Grayson and Allen, right off the bat, you could tell that he was absolutely shook out there. You know, he really only made one free throw the whole night. The, f- the play he got that foul on, he really initiated the contact. It was an absolute joke of a call that the Bucks happened to benefit from. And they didn't really benefit from much else. You know, the Boston Celtics were getting a lot of calls, but Grayson Allen playing his worst game ever. Wes Matthews being a complete no-show, you know, completely regressing. George Hill, given those zeros, like he does best he shouldn't be on the team next year and pat unfortunately not able to keep up the magic i mean the bucks it's it's been a consistent theme it's like in the games when the supporting cast has stepped up the bucks has, have won and this game did not step up one bit they were a deer in headlights and i hate to use that phrase 
Looking at no points, Cage. The box score's got, like, no points in there. They like, no scored points. 81, 81 points. points. You know, Coach Bud did not have an offense, and his defense looked even worse today. Not defending the three. The Boston Celtics shot 22 of 55 from downtown. That's pure agony. 40% from three. A lot of them were wide open, Bucks fans. We're letting Peyton Pritchard and Grant Williams beat us. I mean, come on. You have to close out you have to get out there and it's just like almost an effort thing I was just kind of waiting there wondering when the Bucks were going to clamp down and really be the champions cage and it just didn't seem like they had the mojo they had no Chris Middleton he was out the entire series we'll have to talk about that but he better be healthy next year because you know it's all about next year right now and we have to talk about who the Bucks need to bring back because this game kind of opened a lot of eyes you know like some players, frankly, aren't championship caliber on this roster. No, they're not. Two of them are Wes Matthews and uh, George Hill. I mean, George Hill's the easy guy. Like, get him out of here, ship him out. This is the one thing. It's like at the deadline and in the buyout market, the Bucks were heavily interested in Goran Dragic, and that was their glaring, glaring drop-off this series. You know, with George, uh, excuse me, Drew Holiday off the floor, it's like, Oh, you know, they it was like painful just watching George Hill suck and suck and suck some more. You know, it's like if they had a Goran Dragic as a backup point guard, you wonder how things might have been different. But at the same time, if Coach Bud would play Javon Carter, you wonder how things might be different as well. You know, we've said it multiple times. It's like, did the Bucks win the championship in 2021 despite Coach Bud or because of him? It's still up in the air. You know, it's very up in the air. This team just looks so lost on certain nights. It's like... Now that the Bucks have gone out in the second round, you know, what kind of team is this, right? Like, you have to really ask, like, what is their identity? You cannot let, in the year 2022, 2023, and beyond, opposing teams shoot lights out from three and, and go, go and set their own team records from three against you consistently. Like, maybe there is a problem there. You know, in the playoffs, you look at the, the Memphis Grizzlies, you look at the Golden State Warriors, look at all these teams, they actually can create an offense. You know, they can have an offense, and the Bucks had none of that. It was a miracle shot, you know, half the time, and the other half the time was just Giannis being superhuman. You know, like, Pat was consistent the whole series except for the final game. You know, Drew Holiday was up and down. Brooke Lopez was up and down. Giannis did everything he could. I mean, Dude, it's the Bucks tough. Were four of thirty-three from three-point. There's something seriously long, seriously wrong with this offense. I'm looking at the head coach because the defense doesn't look great either. When you put up 81 points in a game seven, I'm sorry, but you got to have an answer because. Giannis put up 25 points. He got off to a great first quarter. The Bucks looked like they were in control. They were playing confident. They weren't rushing. They weren't turning the ball over. And the moment adversity hit, mm. they snapped. They were like, you know, they're like those people who could just get through life to a certain point and then, you know, something happens, Cage. You know, they just completely fold. And that's when you look at the head coach to really call timeout and make an adjustment. And he kept on going back to George Hill, or he kept on going to Grayson Allen. George Bud, man. And it was just tough. I just don't don't know what to say because the Bucks should have be- won this series. Even without Middleton, I think they yeah. should have won this series. They were up 3-2. You lose game six at home. That's the one you should have had. Oh, my gosh. Bucks fans, like... It's like they're golden opportunities, right? And it's it sucks to go back and look and, and you know kind of dissect this in hindsight. But you gotta take business, take care of business at Game Six. You know, Game Seven, you, you like Grant Williams, right? 
Biggest game of the season, right? 27 points from Grant Williams. You let, you know, Peyton Pritchard, of all people, go for 14 points in 17 minutes. Pathetic! And, and then you, pathetic. You, got these, you got these role players on the Bucks, right? They're, they're just not doing anything. Like, why is Grayson Allen on the floor if he can't even make a shot? You know, why is Wes Matthews on the floor if he can't even make a shot? Like, these guys can't even make their free throws. They're both one from two from free throw well, land. Wes Matthews can barely stay on his feet, you know, like... I mean, Real it's talk. Like, He's too old. It's, you know, it's, it's one time thing, to move on. It's one thing to do it in the regular season, Bucks fans. But like as we saw, like it doesn't really matter what you do in the regular season if you're going to give us one point and three points and zero points in the postseason. It's very frustrating. This is very. This is the immediate reaction pod. So so trust us. We're going to give you guys a delayed reaction pod. You know, emotions are high right now. Rightly so. This team looked like they should win another championship. They lost. It's frustrating. I mean, it's beyond frustrating because you feel like you almost. Like, like, what is this year, right? It's a year to forget. It's a year to forget now. You know, there's not really much good you could bring out of this year. Obviously, no. you know, you're going to remember the last moment. It, the, the lasting impression is going to sting a little bit. But it's like, okay, you know, Giannis had a great year. You know, Drew Holiday, he had, he had an okay year. Chris Middleton was injured at the end, you know. Like, like there were certain role players, you know, we can talk more about the offseason in future episodes, but, like, Pat Connington and Bobby Portis, like, their question marks, do they return simply because of their contractual status? Both of those guys signed team-friendly deals, and it's like, who you knows? You got to bring them back. You, well, you got to bring, bring them back, back. but you can't. You, you know, it's like, will they be back? You know, it's not always that simple. Uh, you know, I would love to have them back, but it's like, will they opt out? That's really the question with those two guys. You know, Wes Matthews and George Hill. I think you got to let them go. You know, I don't. I don't think it's very uh, hard to really argue that. It's like. You got to get better. You got to swap in guys who can actually help you win a championship. George Hill, I mean, is the furthest thing from that. West Matthews. Grayson kinda... Allen, one year experiment. Well, well, the problem is Grayson Allen's on an extension. You know, it's like, what do you do with him now? I mean, like, does he have value? Does he not? Like, maybe you could swap. <laughs> Find him a another... way to get him to the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows? Like, it's just it wasn't good enough in so many aspects. The fact that Giannis had twenty boards, Lopez had ten boards. It's like the Bucks had fifty six boards. We're just we couldn't hit the broadside of a barn today. The Bucks got a lot out of Brooke Lopez in the first half. He was holding them together. He was really coming out. Game seven, Lopez. I was really proud of him. You know, like making tough layups, making tough baskets. The problem with Lopez is he was in terrible position by his head coach, where he's guarding smaller guys trying to get out there to him. He couldn't defend the paint and the three. You had to take your choice. Coach Bud chose the paint. Turns out the Boston Celtics lit it up from three. 40% that, from three. You know, that's tough because it's like Lopez, as much as he did well in that first quarter, he finished a minus 20. Giannis, the same way, Cage. Great first quarter, looked in control. He finished a minus 20. And I, I have to say, where was maybe Drew Holiday in the first half? You know, he kind of was... When Lopez and Giannis were holding it together in the first half... I was waiting for the Bucks to step up. Pat was like 0 for 4 at the time. Drew was really oh, missing man. shots. That was the moment to strike. Do you think the Bucks just kind of missed their opportunities in these last two games? 100%. You know, here's, here's what's frustrating, Bucks fans. Let's say Chris Middleton does by, by some miracle. Let's play the what-if game, right? Like, let's say Chris Middleton comes back in for game seven and scores 28 points. Like, like, there's, like, imagine if Chris came back and scored 28 points. We would all be in shock. Like, the Bucks still would need that just to get to overtime. So it's like, just to let you guys and girls know how much the Bucks supporting cast really dropped it today, 
epic proportions. You know, Bobby scored 10 points in 22 minutes. That's probably what, like, you needed from him at the bare minimum. Uh, but, like, really it comes down to, like, Pat, George Hill, uh, Grayson Allen, and Wes Matthews. That's a combined, I think it's, like, 87 minutes. They have a combined six points, Bucks fans. 87 minutes from your four rotation guys, six points. How are the, is the rest of your team supposed to make up that difference without Chris Middleton? It's like there's one thing to like keep Tough. yourselves in the game. Like That's what the Bucks did in Game 5 in Boston. They kept themselves in the game and then executed down the stretch. It's like, yes, Drew Holiday made some of the most amazing defensive plays. Those are now lost in the shuffle. Like, like No one's going to remember those. You know, unfortunately, Marcus Smart, the flopper of the year, he got the, the last laugh. They're moving on. The Bucks are not. The Bucks are going to be home, and they better have a sour taste in their mouth. It's, it's like this is almost like that time when the Bucks lost the Chicago Bulls years and years ago. It was during Giannis' sophomore season, if many of you remember that. It was like they lost by like 40, 40 points. I don't remember what the actual score was, but it might have been 50 points. The Bucks got eliminated in like burying fashion and like 28 points. I don't care what anyone says. Like, you know, it, it wasn't even close. It this really wasn't even me, close. Cage. The Celtics won the last three quarters by a significant margin. This, I sent this out. You know, this reminds me of when the Green Bay Packers lose to the 49ers. The Celtics, the team, again, it's like you should beat them. You have more talent. And then you just can't beat this team. And it's just agony because the media is going to run with it. The media is going to run with it. It's not going to be about the Bucks anymore. The Bucks, you know, two seconds of fame is gone. I hope they're ready to get into yeah. the gym because it's going to be a tough road back to the championship. This league is not getting any easier. Well, Bucks fans. You know, take the regular season off. Say what it is, Cage. It doesn't help prepare you for the postseason. Look at the Brooklyn Nets. Look at what the Bucks did this year. Yeah. I mean, even Brook Lopez taking 70 games off and coming back and, you know, playing above his average. If we didn't have Lopez, this Bucks team would. I mean, it's not deep. It's not deep, Cage. They need more talent. You know, like. They do. They do. It's not as strong as you would like. Bucks fans, it's it's absolutely facts. Um, you know, taking the regular season off, look at that. You know what Miami didn't do? You know what the Boston Celtics didn't do? They're the top two seeds. They actually took their regular season seriously. You know, Coach Bud, he loves his load management. I don't know if I agree with the guy. I really don't. I actually disagree with the guy in quite a bit. I think he should maybe run an offense. I think maybe we should look at alternate options like Darvin Ham. I mean... It's like, what has Coach Bud done to, to I don't know. I mean, it's, t- it's tough because he did, he did be the head coach when they won the championship. So it's like he's got some sense of security. I think that he might even be back, Bucks fans. He's but it doesn't, be back. Mean, it doesn't mean I'm happy about it. You know, it's just that I've seen this team underperform so many times. I've just seen him underperform so many times. The lack of fast starts, the lack of just starting with your opponent and just kind of being ready to play. Like, the Bucks did that okay today, but what, but like what was up with the collapse? Why was Coach Bud looking dumbfounded on the sidelines because for three-fourths of the game? Why couldn't he have just anticipated some of the BS and actually had strategies ready to go to adjust or do whatever he needed to do? He didn't help us. Coach okay, Bud didn't help the Bucks at all. Okay, you saw who was coaching out there. It was Chris Middleton. The Bucs didn't much. really have their coach. Chris Middleton was up screaming the last couple games of the series, coaching wherever he could. You know, the announcers were saying they were so proud of him. This felt like Leto Atrito, Treaties Cage from Dune walking into a trap. You said it earlier in the day. You did not feel good about this game. I didn't. And it's because the Bucks just don't run an offense. They're not strategically smart enough. It's like you're going in there hoping your best warrior can just – 
fight him off, you know, like Giannis. It's it's not go like, it's not a there. winning strategy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not like, a winning strategy. Give him well, some direction. You can't expect Giannis to go off for fifty. You really can't. Like I think that's what a lot of Bucks just like you know, fell into, whether it was like Wesley Matthews, whether it was Grayson Allen, whether it was George, like George Hill is just a conundrum that keeps on, you know, puzzling you. It's, it's insanity. Like, you come at, you you come at it from every single zero, angle. You're just trying points. to like make sense of it. And there's no sense to be made of the George Hill thing. But it's like, unfortunately, he's just one guy. There was just role players every single game, not stepping up. The Bucks didn't really have any consistency. And I think part of that was like offset by Giannis's greatness, where it's like, him being so great almost like let the rest of the Bucks relax in a certain way and just like kind of defer to him too much. Giannis is like, yeah, look, I can just stuff the stat sheet if you want me to, but I'm going to need some help. Like, I'm going to need some – what happens? You know, Bucks fans, we, we were kind of assuming Giannis is going to get 40 to, you know, 35 points or something like that. What happens when Giannis has a 25-point game? You cannot lose by 28. Like, the supporting cast has got to pick him up. It pretty up. much showed that if Giannis doesn't score 40, the Bucks are getting blown out this series. Oh, man. It, it's, it was it's that tough. bad. It's tough. I think Coach Bud needs to be looked at. I do think early prediction he will be back. Frustration. You know, he, 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 he doesn't really adjust. That's been the story. Three of the last four years when the Bucks have been eliminated early, that's been the story. Coach Bud not adjusting. You know, like – did he adjust last year during the the, the Eastern well, Conference Finals with Trey Young? Hill. The you know the, the the finals against the Suns like the Suns are no guarantee at the time of this podcast they're no guarantee to even advance themselves. It's like man, like you know, three of the last four years, Coach Bud just doesn't make adjustments. He's Think got control this. of the roster. Giannis has control of the roster. John Horst has control of the roster. What's that? His matchups were terrible as well. I mean, not only is it bad enough to have George Hill on the court, why the H-E double hockey sticks is he guarding Jason Tatum? Like No adjustments. He's no like logic. five, six inches shorter than the guy. And well, he just can't just play. Makes no he sense. can't play. He can't play. He's not in his league. And Coach Bud had him on Tatum. He had Grayson Allen on Jalen Brown. You're asking it to get schooled. You know, Bucks fans, I'm just at a loss for words. You know, the more we talk, there's there's really no way to slice it or dice it. Bucks dropped the ball, Celtics took it. You know, it's not like the Bucks really like handed it to the Celtics. They certainly didn't do anything to help themselves. The Celtics did really want to win that series, you know, more than the Bucks did. I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah. Because you you didn't Fact. see it. You just you didn't see it. You know, like the Celtics were were out there doing anything they could. To win that series, you know, and, and when they needed to get up for game six and when they needed to get up for game seven, they didn't just get up. They put, they, they rose to the occasion when the Bucks needed to get up for a game six, when the Bucks needed to get up for a game seven, they regressed. They shrunk to the occasion. I think that's all there is to it. It's like, you know, I trust the, you know, Giannis as a leader. I trust his mental, you know, I don't know if I trust coach buds, you know, it's almost like, is there, is it time for a new voice? Because Giannis is going to be here for his his entire career. You know, he's the guy who's going to be that, that on court mentality. Giannis, Chris, worry. and Drew, they're not going anywhere. But but like, hopefully, so, you know, select couple players return. Brooke Lopez is on under his deal for another year. You know, we're going to be uh, diving into more of that in, in episodes to come. But like, you know, where is the other voice outside of Giannis coming from? Right? Like, you need someone with that killer mindset. Last year, Bucks fans, it was PJ Tucker. 
This year, you thought it might have been Serge Ibaka, but the Bucks kind of took him out of the equation. You could see him when that Lopez... makes no sense. When you no, when Lopez got on the bench, Serge Ibaka was kind of like not even. He was like one of the only Bucks who didn't really give him a high five. It's probably because he hasn't touched the court in the playoffs, and he's probably wondering. He's like, look, I thought I was going to come over here and help you guys win, like PJ Tucker. Who wants to come t- sit on the bench? I mean, like it's nobody. nobody. But it's like they wasted that acquisition. There's a under lot of his, under sports, his man. breath, Gage. You know, if you're not playing, Serge Ibaka is almost like, you know, same with Javon I mean, Carter. I should be out there. I should He's be probably out like, there. I should be out there. I mean, what are these guys doing? Like, it just comes back to Coach Bud. It comes back to the way this team was kind of reorchestrated this year to kind of Why go they... back in the past. I mean, yeah. like getting West, getting George Hill is going in the reverse direction, no matter what you said. We moved past those guys. You gotta We're get rid happy of no. about it, Move and then on. we have to go back. This is tough, Cage. Miles Burkett just dropped a flaming take on the Ike Box uh, Twitter. We want to thank everyone for writing in. He says, "I'm all good. Got one last year. Insane to think we're going to get it every year, but I do see many different opportunities that we're not taking advantage of. Bobby Grayson and George do not need to be back next year. I think a Nawara year is possible. Go back to the drawing board." Thoughts on that take? I mean, absolutely, Bucks fans. You know, like, it, it is hard to expect you're going to win a championship every year. Absolutely. That's a very tough thing to do. You know, unless you're Tom Brady, it's extremely difficult to do. But, like, absolutely. You know, the Bucks shot themselves in the foot more than once. You know, like, the role players, there's nothing that's saying, oh, my gosh, we got to bring them back. Oh, my gosh, we got to bring them back. It's like the only players that really are going to – are certainty, are an absolute certainty to bring back – are the big three, Giannis, Chris, and Drew. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting, Bucks fans. It's like, who else will be back? Everyone's on the table. Everybody's on the table. What will the Nobody's Bucks do? Sleeping well. they, who, <laughs> nobody's sleeping well. It's going to be an off-season of questions. Every single move is going to be under the microscope. It's like, how do the Bucks get back, right? Like, you know, I mean, I guarantee Giannis is going to be sick to his stomach the entire off-season. He's going to be like... He's not going to be able to sleep the entire offseason, man. Food's not going to taste as good. Like, you know, water's not going to quench the thirst When as you're well. the champion, everything seems to be pretty great. <laughs> it's nice being the champ. It's nice being the champ. Bucks fans, maybe some of you can relate. You know, maybe you won your work fantasy league. Maybe you won, a, like, a state championship Repping your Bucks gear all year felt you pretty know, good, you know? you know? Maybe you won an AAU tournament. Maybe you won some big championship. Maybe you won a tournament, uh, you know, something, right? Like a competition. It's nice when you win. When you lose and when you come close, when you lose before you should have, that's difficult. It's extremely difficult. It's very tough. Um, you know, Alex, any final thoughts? I think we should we should thank some Bucks fans and maybe maybe offer our concluding thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you want to sh- give a shout out to some yeah, Bucks fans? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Zach Culbertson. You know, big Bucks fan. You know, this guy was pulling for the Bucks the entire way. He helps you with their insurance, auto insurance, home insurance, life insurance. Uh, you know, you know, business insurance. Um, we, we really, we really uh, are thankful for him for, you know, to really just supporting the show. Uh, Bucks fans, definitely give him a call. Look him up on social media. His name is Zach Culbertson, Z-A-C-H. Um, see, you know, Culbertson, exactly how it's spelled. Uh, but really thankful for him supporting the show. He, he's, a, he's a great guy, country financial insurance. He also loves, uh, you know, the Bucks. It, it's it's going to be tough right now. I'm sure he's gutted. That's 262-343-9990. Appreciate you, Zach. Yeah, we also appreciate the good friends over at Hupie and Abraham. They've been very supportive of the show as well. 
Um, if you're injured, Bucks fans, and you're wondering who you need to call, you need to call Hupie and Abraham at 1-800-800-5678 because they mean business. They secured their clients over $1 billion. And so they're voted best, rated best. They're the winning team. Give them a call. Hupie.com is their website. Good friends of the show. We want to thank all the Bucks fans from around the world who are dropping their flags. We have huge news to announce. We have grown into 120 countries worldwide. Thank you to everyone listening from around the world, whether you're in Africa, Asia, North America, South America, Europe, you name it. We're happy you're here. Cage, do you have any Bucks fans you want to shout out? You might just want to shout out all of them. Every single Bucks fan dropping their flags. Every single one of them. Bucks fans, we just want to thank you so much for spending some time with us. You know, this is the Instant Reaction Pod. Obviously, you know, tempers are high. Emotions are high right now. We're going to do a delayed reaction pod very soon. We're going to give away that jersey and the mystery item very soon. Check out our pinned tweet. Enter in before it's too late. Uh, You know, we wanted to give you guys the full emotion right now. We wanted to give it to you raw, real. We didn't we didn't know what we were going to say. You know, you're getting it as raw as it gets. Um, but we will have, you know, our thoughts very, very soon after sleeping on it. Uh, looking forward to talking with you more. There's plenty to talk about. It didn't go our way this year. It didn't go our way this year. Uh, feeling all sorts of ways. And uh, just want to thank you for spending some time with us. You know, we'll talk again soon. Alex, any final thoughts? Bucks fans want to say thank you for tuning into this podcast all season long means a lot to me and KJ, and we're going to keep it going, so stay with us. We're giving away that Giannis jersey. Go enter that contest by sending Ike Bucks a DM for details. Did not shake out how we wanted to. Have to hope that Giannis and the boys, you know, they, they feel even worse than we do. You know it's you know, weighing on them and that they come out hungry. Still believe in the Greek freak. This team has a lot of things to be positive about. A big three, you know, this this is a team that isn't just going to fall off. This isn't an old team. This is three superstars in their prime. This is one of the only big threes in basketball. Tough part is maybe a new team next year gets another big three. It's never easy in the NBA, as we've seen. So you have to enjoy the championships when you have them. Bucks officially eliminated, but we will be back. KG, thank you for having me on the pod. Bucks fans, thanks for joining us. You know, you got the instant reaction. We'll give you the delayed reaction very soon. We'll talk soon. Stay well. We'll be there soon. You know, Bucks and Six forever, but Bucks and Six, that's all I have to say. You know, forever. Forever. That's for the culture.